Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to Codependent Me Podcast. I'm your host, Tamala Shaw, and today we have Ann Hintz. We are so happy to have you on the show today. Welcome, Ann. Thanks, Tamala. It's lovely to be here. Thank you so much. So we met on Podmatch, and you know, you reached out, told me uh, about a little bit about your story and everything, and I think that the audience is going to absolutely love everything that you tell them about today. So let them know a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Anne Hintz, as you said. Um, I, I wrote a book that is called A Pathway to Insight because I wanted to share my story while I remembered it because I was moving on and there was many steps along the way, but I came to the place where I've been able to shift my skull bones, which is, mm-hmm. is huge and it's there's so much more power inside of us than I ever knew we had. So I wanted to share my story about how I went about doing that so other people can do it too. Yes, I think that's amazing. When I was looking uh, on your website, uh, I want everyone to know that she has a website and there is a YouTube channel and she sends you to her story and you get to see certain things on there. It shows the transformation of her life. So if you can kind of go back and tell us the story and we can uh, we can get get into it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, so my story kind of starts at birth. I was actually born with my right foot up against my right shin. So the first six weeks of my life, I had physical therapy to release that foot. But I believe actually in that process, you know, maybe I was born with it. My, my whole body's kind of been twisted, had scoliosis, I think my whole life. And so, you know, we'll come back to that later. But, you know, then I was handed over for adoption. I was handed into a, over into a family that had just suffered a trauma because they had a two-year-old boy who had been adopted. And then they adopted another little girl and they had her for six months. But at the time, you, the birth mother could change her mind up to six months old. And this mm-hmm. birth mother did. So they had to hand this baby back to her parent, her mother, And I was the replacement into the family for that loss. So there was more trauma there, right? Because my parents wouldn't have connected quite as well with me because they would have been afraid that my birth mother was going to do the same thing. But she didn't. She didn't. So at six months old, we started traveling around the world. That's something my dad did for work. So we moved to Barbados first. Then we moved to Sierra Leone in West Africa. And while we were there, we had a house fire. So I woke up one morning and saw the flames coming in my bedroom wall. Mm. So there was another trauma. And then after that, we moved to Hong Kong. And while we were in Hong Kong, I was sent to boarding school in England, which is halfway across the world. And I was sent to my brother's boarding school. So I was the only girl boarder for the first year at this boys boarding school. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So that was really traumatic. Those two years were really traumatic because I was teased mercilessly by these boys. Mm. So, you know, there was that. And then my dad already had anger issues. So I was very used to walking on eggshells 
all around the house. And then in my teenage years, both my parents became alcoholics. So, you know, that was really not much fun either. And then when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead on the bathroom floor. So that was another trauma. My goodness. <laughs> and I just dealt with it the way I had dealt with everything up to that point, right? Because we're so programmed in those childhood years as how to deal with these kind of things. And we just didn't. Our family didn't talk about them. We just carried on with life. So that's what I did when I was 21. I moved out to California. I was a, became a software engineer, got married, had kids, you know, life went on. I did a lot of external mm -hmm. things, right? Because I had a lot of digestive issues from all that stress. And, mm -hmm. you know, digestive things like I'd change diets, I'd do all sorts of different things outside myself. And things would improve maybe for a few weeks, but it seemed like every time things would revert back to the way they had been before. Mm -hmm. So it, it wasn't until I was in my late 30s that I had a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at my boys' school. And mm -hmm. they were very self-confident, self-assured, authority-type women. And I was this scared mother on the inside, and they told mm -hmm. me I'd done something wrong. So my mind just spun out of control. It went over and over what they'd said and what I'd said and what had happened. And I couldn't sleep. And like three days later, I realized this is not normal, right? I don't think normal people would react quite so intensely. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized it felt a little bit like how I would react when my dad would tell me I'd done something wrong. And for me, that was the yeah. little opening that, mm. oh, maybe there's something from my childhood that is PTSD still... PTSD rising up. Right. Yeah. Having those feelings. Oh, my goodness. Right. So I realized, you know, maybe there's something still affecting me from childhood, mm. and maybe that's where I need to go. So I didn't know what to do at that point, but it was in that time frame that I went to a doctor's appointment. And he was a holistic physician. He was also a parent at the school where my boys were. So he kind of knew me socially as well. And he realized that I was more stressed than I should be. And he asked me on a scale of zero through 10 what my stress level was. And I said it was an eight. And then he asked me why. And it was that question that made me realize that it was finding my mother on the bathroom floor, which is now two decades earlier, because right. the tears were still just under the surface whenever I think about it. So... He worked with me, with me with this technique that is called EFT, which is short for Emotional Freedom Technique. It's also called tapping. Some people know it by that phrase. Yes. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with it? I am. Yes. Okay. I do tapping. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, it's a wonderful perfect. thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he worked with me on my mother's death for about 15 minutes and I walked away from the appointment being able to tell the story in my mind for the first time ever without the tears there. And for me, that was huge. It was the first yes. time I realized we keep all those memories and those emotions physically in stored in our body and yes. we can let them go. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I went home that day. I went online. I learned everything I could about the technique because it was given away by Gary Craig for free. So anyone can learn about it. But I wasn't entirely sure I trusted that one experience. So I wanted yeah. to try it out for myself. And at the time, I had a 17-year-old cat at home, and we'd just been told that his kidneys were starting to fail and that we had to give him a daily saline shot, like an injection of saline solution. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. first time I gave him that, my hand was shaking so badly. I was so afraid of giving him this shot. So I thought, okay, I'm going to try out this technique. So I tapped. I tapped about every aspect of it, which is something we do with 
EFT. So I tapped mm-hmm. about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat. And I tapped about all the injections I'd had from all of, you know, I'd had a lot from living all over the world. We had a lot of injections. Mm-hmm. Right. And the next day when I gave him the shot, the needle just slid right in. All that oh. fear that I had been holding inside the day before totally gone. You released it. You yeah. released it. Oh, so that's, that's when beautiful. I realized two things, right? I realized there how deceptively powerful EFT is because it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's doing much. In fact, it looks pretty silly, right? Because we're tapping on I know, right? You just... <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also realized that the freedom that I was looking for was on the other side of that fear and that EFT could take me there. So that's what really started me on my journey. I was determined to change. So I started using it every day. I started noticing when I was emotional, which is in itself, right? That's a, that's a step, right? You have to be able to stand mm-hmm. back and say, oh, look at me, I'm getting frustrated rather right. than get caught in the frustration itself, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And that gets easier, right? As we do it more and more, it gets easier to catch yourself. So then I would tap, I bring myself back, back to the present moment, back to peace, and let those emotions flow out of the body. And over time, I could see that things were changing and I wanted more. So I wrote down every emotional memory I could think of my whole life up to that point. And negative events, traumas, beliefs that I had taken on. And I tapped through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. Seriously, oh my goodness. I was determined. Yes. Absolutely. So you said you did you did this for months. Yeah, I had I, many sheets of paper that yes. I had to go through. Yeah, and I found things myself was changing. Right, my mm-hmm. my mind was changing. I was becoming less reactionary. I was becoming less negative, less critical, less judgmental, and it felt really good. And I remember opening my kitchen door one day and just saying to myself, "It feels like I'm living in a different reality." because the mind I had been used to was not the same. It was quiet. It was peaceful in there. And I didn't remember ever experiencing that before. So right. it felt foreign to me. And I think it yeah. probably does to a lot of people. And that's I'm when sure. I realized that those words that I had been replaying, right, the word, the critical words, the judgmental words, they had been my dad's words that I had been programmed with in childhood. And I played them over and over again, but I couldn't see it until they were gone. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was kind of the first step on my journey. I love that. Um, I learned about tapping probably about three years ago. And, you know, of course, with you, 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 you did, you truly did the work where like now there's an app, <laughs> there's a tapping app. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm cheating now. It's like... <laughs> I have an the thing about the thing about using scripts, right, with something like an app like that, mm-hmm. is they're not your words, and right. you're trying to go down the neural pathway, like the rut in the road that you mm-hmm. have stored inside of you. And unless mm-hmm. you get to that actual rut where you can say, "Oh yeah, that's exactly how I feel," unless mm-hmm. you can get there, you're not really releasing getting, it the way. right or getting getting the the release, like you're saying, getting the release that you would receive going about it the way that you did like you said Gary Craig is that his name yes because I want to look I want to um, do a little bit of research because now 
now I'm a little bit more, I've never had anybody talk to me and have these types of results, to be totally honest. I mean, the results are always great that I hear, but I mean, you have, you totally did a transformation in, in your mindset. So that's, that's fantastic. You know, I'll tap for the day, you know, it's like, I'll release this today. I mean, you were releasing it, period. (laughs) That's awesome. I wanted to go back. I wanted, I wanted to change my whole being so that I didn't have to keep doing the work, right? Right. You had a guest on previously who talked about having a beautiful garden and having to tend it each day to keep it beautiful. I wanted to be the beautiful garden and I didn't want to have to tend it every day. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. So So, good. So what I realized that the EFT was doing it, it's opening up the subconscious mind. And as that's happening, it's expanding our awareness. So, you know, the opening of the subconscious mind is like more and more memories will start coming or more and more Mm -hmm. details of memories will start coming up. And then you can tap on those, right? Because they've been hidden underneath the resistance. But if you tap it away, you you can access it more easily. And then the awareness expands. So you start to become aware of the emotions that you're having, which maybe you hadn't noticed before. I hadn't noticed before. And then underneath the emotions, there's a deeper level of awareness, which is the physical sensations underneath the emotions. So like we might see someone in the distance and we can tell if they're sad or angry by the way they're holding themselves, right? by the tension in the certain places. And we can become aware of that ourselves. Now, I wasn't aware of that when I started this journey. I had to do all that work with EFT in order to become aware of those sensations. Mm-hmm. So that point i was actually in a group and we were studying a course in miracles but the guy in the group would say every week it's not about it's not about meditation you don't have to meditate which i liked because i didn't really want to meditate it's all about feeling your feelings but i didn't know what he meant at the time because i didn't know what my feelings were but as the weeks went by and i did more and more tapping outside the group i became aware of these physical sensations and then one day i'm doing the dishes at the kitchen sink and i thought okay I'm going to try and feel my feelings. What does that even mean? How do I do that? <laughs> and so I would notice I was thinking a thought. And for me, they were normally fearful thoughts. So I'd mm-hmm. catch a thought, notice that it was fearful, and I'd feel that fear, which for me would be normally in my solar plexus. Yeah. So then I'd focus on that fear. fear. I would try and mm-hmm. feel the fear. But I noticed as soon as I moved or if I took another breath, I would lose my focus. So what I had to do is hold myself like a statue and stop breathing right at that point where I'm feeling that fear. And then I would talk to it. So I'd say things like, okay, I can feel, I can feel this fear sitting in my solar plexus. I just want to feel you. I just want to allow you to be felt. And at some point I'd have to take a deep breath and let it out. And I would notice there would have been a shift in that fear. So then I would think the thought again, feel the fear again, do the same thing. And I would do it over and over again with the same thought until all the fear had dissipated. So now I'm doing the same thing that I was doing with EFT, right? Because with EFT, we use the same phrase or the same emotion over and over again. We use the words to hold our focused awareness on the emotion. Now I'm using the words to hold my focused awareness on this tension in the physical sensations. And it releases. 
So then I'd start, yes. I started doing this every day instead of using EFT. This felt like deeper work. So, okay. So t- t- for me, you know, cause I, I want, I, I like to connect certain things with something that kind of makes sense for me. Okay. So you know how we do affirmations, you know, you may say you are beautiful, you are this, or you, if it's something negative within yourself and you have to call it out in order to heal it is how I feel. And that's what I tell my clients. If you call it out, you can hear, you could heal it. I feel like you were acknowledging that fear. And once you, once you said, I feel you, you knew you could do something with it. Right. That's amazing. It's the acceptance. The soonest right. full acceptance, that's when the shift happens. That is amazing. I love that. Ah. Yeah, well, we do so much to suppress everything, right? Even the positive thinking, that, and that's part of the, the shift with EFT. A lot of the videos online are more positive. It's only the negative that's stored in the body. So really, right. we only have to find the negative and let it go. Yes. But it let lets it go. go when it's accepted. That's good. <laughs> Yeah. So that was like the second step along Mm -hmm. the journey. And so then in the evenings, instead of working with my tapping, right, because I'd done my childhood at this point, I started working with this feeling, the feeling. So I would lay on the sofa and I would bring collective traumas to mind, something like 9-11. We all had our own personal experience of that, of of the news we were watching or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So I would bring those memories to mind feel all the emotions and the sensations in my body and allow it to just be accepted and dissipate. And I just do it over and over again. So I'm releasing the burden that I've been carrying all these years. Wow. And then at some point during this process, lying on the sofa, I found that I could actually keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had dissipated, which was really Mm. weird. It felt totally different. I'd never heard anyone talk about it before. So the only way I can kind of explain it is imagine you have a toothache or a stomachache. You can sense, right? You can feel where the pain's coming from. But Mm -hmm. once the pain has released, you can't really feel that place inside anymore Mm -hmm. because there's really nothing calling your attention to it. I found I could. I could put my awareness back inside. And then I started to play with it because I didn't know what I was doing. In that healing place, that place that you just basically released and let go you were able to go back there and now there was peace right so then I started playing well I've done it once can I do it again I found I could do it again and then well wow now what right what do I do now so I I realized I could move my awareness around inside and I could find where there was tension inside so Mm -hmm. I would find a place with tension hold my attention my focus on it and it would accept it and it would release a little bit, and then I do it again and again and again. So now I'm doing it at a deeper level of awareness than EFT and with feeling the feelings. Now I'm inside the body and I'm releasing tension directly in the body. And so I would do this all the time and, and it took many, many months, but eventually I could put my awareness inside my head. And that was huge because the pain in my left cheek was just unbelievable. And the forces pulling my bones out of alignment were just incredible. And I'd not been aware of them for 50 years, right? Because I think they were there when I was born with my foot mm-hmm. up against my shin. Mm-hmm. So it really showed me how much tension we hold inside, but we have no awareness that it is there, 
right? But now I've got a technique I can use. So, you know, I would hold my attention on this pain for a second or two to begin with, because it was so much and it would shift and I would just do it again and again and again. Oh, and man. it would get, it got to the point I could actually hear and feel something tear sounded like old fabric ripping it felt like old fabric ripping and that's when i did some research and realized it's an adhesion in the connective tissue or the fascia that w was releasing at that point but i'm close to my ears now right so that's why i can hear it it had probably been, been happening all the time when i was working mm -hmm. my torso i just mm -hmm. haven't been able to hear it but now i could right. <laughs> so then i just kept going and eventually got to the place i could actually feel my skull bones relax felt really good <laughs> And I didn't, yeah, I knew things were shifting on the inside, but it wasn't until I got the x-rays taken last year, 2021, compared to 2013, mm -hmm. and could actually see that the bones had shifted. My eye sockets yes. had aligned, my jaw was way off to the side, and it's now more centered. And my neck is straighter than it's ever been in my life. And I've mm -hmm. grown half an inch at the age of 55. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, that is, that is amazing that you found basically a way doing the work, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking anything away from that, but you did the work to know, to really, we always say, feel your body, you know, pay attention to the feelings within. I mean, it's one thing that I talk about all the time is saying, you know, pay attention to your body. You did that on such a level. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I didn't know you could go that deep, right? I mean, I just kept doing it because it felt good to do it, to release mm -hmm. all tension. And I had no idea you could get inside the body and release connections in right. the, the connective tissue. So, yeah. so what did your doctor say? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they were like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever went back to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> At this point... <laughs> Not for that. You know what I mean? That is awesome. That is fantastic. And so you tell this story in your book, correct? I do. Yes. I, I wanted to, I wrote the book once I was able to release tension I, before I had x-rays, right? Because I wanted to write down the details because the body does some kind of strange things sometimes when it's releasing tension that's been stored for so long. So I wanted mm -hmm. to write the details down so anyone else can do the same thing. That is phenomenal. That is amazing. And you have a website where you also tell the story um, and it shows the, the x-rays as well. And that's uh, annhints.com, correct? Yes. Yes. So you can so see people can go out there stuff. and see that. Yes, absolutely. And so when you were doing the work, this is something I was thinking about said you went to your childhood. So do did you purposely start there? I did. Yes, mm -hmm. because I know that's where we get programmed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that that's very, you know, really important because a lot of people may think that because the trauma that we're having right now is so present in, in you know, present in our in our heads that we don't realize that we really should go to childhood first. Heal those and continue to move move from there. Right. And what I've realized over time is we're so much, we're replaying the feelings that we had in childhood. 
right? So different events, different characters in the events, but it's the feeling that we're replaying it. So, you know, something, if we're experiencing a trauma right now, we can ask ourselves, okay, what, how does this feel inside of me? And when do I remember feeling this before? Probably in childhood. Because yes. it, I'm, I, I can pretty much guarantee it's there. We, we might not have the awareness to remember, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of us suppress our childhood so much that we don't have a lot of memories from childhood. And that's okay. They will come back as you start doing this work and you will remember a lot more because it is inside of you. Right? It's Absolutely. just hidden. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, and I think that I would love for people to kind of understand that you may hear a song and wonder, hmm, or, oh, oh my goodness, that reminds me of, you know, really get into it, right? Because it might be a little bit deeper than you even know. Uh, this and if is, there this are emotions so there, right? If there are emotions Absolutely. there, you can tap. If you know EFT, you can just tap. Yeah. One of the key things that I've realized over the years is that emotions are simply now it's easy for me to say right but it's not as easy for someone who hasn't done the work but emotions are simply energy that has been stuck in the body and all we have to do Mm -hmm. is find a way to allow it to release out of the body and then it really does go and so eft does that it's i think believe it's the physical aspect of tapping on meridian systems Mm -hmm. that allows that energy to release from the nervous system so we just have to find a way to allow it to release and then it will go that is fantastic. So I wanted to ask you, do you feel as though there is a connection between the physical and the spiritual you? I do. I do. What I've realized over time, I've tried to work out, you know, what we hear in society and religions and how that relates to my experience. Mm-hmm. And what I believe is I'm actually looking, I can see inside, right? I can sense inside my body now. I think it's the original right. meaning of the word insight. Mm-hmm. I can sense tension and no tension. I can sense darkness and light, right? Because once the mm-hmm. tension has released, the light is already there underneath. So all we have to do is find the darkness. But um, but what I believe is I'm looking through the connective tissue, which I believe is where the soul resides. Mm-hmm. that is my belief I know I'm looking from somewhere I'm looking from somewhere in the center of my head and I believe I'm looking through the connective tissue is what I believe it is and just that process itself right being able to see from somewhere in my body to mm-hmm. another place in my body makes me know that I'm not my body I can't be because I'm looking from one place to another inside my body so I, I can't be my body so we're absolutely a soul inhabiting a body, right? Yes. And I believe that those tension, that those adhesions in our connective tissue is how our ego manifests, right? It's tension stored in the body and that distorts the signal from spirit. So as we release more and more of the tension, more and more of the darkness inside, I believe we tune into spirit more easily. Ooh, that's good. That's and really, I believe, really and I believe that once I think releasing this tension and the adhesions allows the soul to be free. It frees up the soul within the body. And I think once the soul is freed up, it will be quite happy to remain in the body longer. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. Good point. It's a, it's a, it's probably a lovelier place to be, right? Right, right now it's in well, all as, of this, this muck. <laughs> as we get older, right. We tend to get, get, 
tighter and shorter, yes. right? It's like it's that connected the muscles tense right. up, right? Mm. So if yes. we can release that, right, and allow freedom within the body, why not stay in the body longer? Mm. That's good stuff. So because we have talked about EFT and aka tapping a lot. If someone wanted to learn more about it, where do you suggest that they go? Well, either look up Gary Craig's original videos or I have an EFT demo video on my YouTube channel. And the only reason I suggest that is because if you just go out into the general universe, you will see that a lot of EFT people have moved more towards the positive. And really it is, I know people want to think positively these days, but it's really just the negative that's stored in the mm -hmm. body. Right. And when you have trauma, like you said, you have to free that. So I think it's very important. I mean, of course, when it comes to your daily mindset, it's great to think positive. But when you're doing the work, you have to get down to that trauma in order to figure it out and release it. So I absolutely agree. I totally agree. That's good, good, good. So you've got a YouTube channel and that's under Ann Hints, correct? Yes. Excellent. So I need the audience to hear. You can go to her YouTube page. All of that is free. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to do that, you need to get out and get her book. It's a pathway to insight. Where can they find it? You can find that on Amazon or you can ask your local bookstore to order it. Excellent. That is perfection. And then you can also go to annhints.com. And this has been phenomenal. I, I've, I don't think I've ever, I've heard of people doing the work. I've heard of people having physical change, but none like this, sweetheart. <laughs> none like this is just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I think that people definitely, um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying anything about doctors or anything like that. I'm not saying anything about not going or anything like that. But if you can do your spiritual, your spiritual work within your body and you can use the tapping and figure out, you know, the different feelings within yourself, what it means, how to release it, that is good soul work. And I like it. <laughs> and this can be used alongside anything else, right? If you're using conventional medicine for everything and you, anything mm -hmm. and you have fears around it, right? Yes. Or if you have side effects and, and you can tap, you can use EFT for any of that, for any emotions that are coming up. Yes. You can use it to bring yourself back to peace. Yes. I love that. And I'm so glad that you brought it back because I hadn't thought about it in probably a year. So I'm Probably going to do a little tapping tonight. <laughs> That's good stuff. So, and I want to thank you for being on the show, but I do want to ask you if you could leave the audience with anything, what would you leave them with? I would leave them with the idea that you are way more powerful than you think you are. And there is so much more depth to life available to you if you do this kind of work. I love that. Ah, so thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you being here. This is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, but I want to, no, go right ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say thank you. It's been fun. 
Oh, I mean, this is this is great. I can't. We'll have to talk again for sure, because I think that there's going to be some questions. <laughs> I think people are going to contact either you or I to say, "Wait a minute, I need to hear a little bit more about this." <laughs> so, I definitely want to tell the audience, thank you so much for being here. Because again, you can choose any podcast to listen to. So we appreciate you listening to the Codependent Me podcast. I want to tell you that you matter and your story matters. Thank you so much. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me. And check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.